Hello and welcome to Please Don't Send Me Into Outer Space, the podcast intent on exploring all that science fiction and fantasy has to offer one movie at a time. My name is Joel. My name is Sarah. My name is Aaron. And I'm Scott Cherry. This week is Masters of the Universe from 1987, directed by Gary Goddard and written by David O'Dell, starring Dolph Lundgren, Frank Langella, Meg Foster, Billy Barty, Courtney Cox, Robert Duncan McNeil, John Cipher, and Chelsea Field, and uh, the principal from Back to the Future, whose name I didn't write down. That's because you're a slacker. That's his name. That's his name, the principal. You better get in the car with me, Joel. Uh, what? I don't want to. Not, not, what so what it, was that? It, in the movie, Billy Barty gets top billing. Who is that? Billy it's, Barty, he's the he's Gwildor. It's, it's, he's the dwarf. It's an alphabetical order. Oh, it is? <laughs> yes. Well, then now you know why he gets top billing. He would have got top billing. But Billy Barty gets top billing in a lot of movies. Nice. I love right, Billy Barty. I don't classic. know who that is. He's a he's the little actor. He was the one that was in He Man. Yeah, he he played a uh, Guild Wars. Is that what his character's name? Gw- Gwildor. Oh, he's also <laughs> he's also he looked like under there. He's like the the sorcerer from Willow. Oh, he's like the yeah. He's the, like the, the guy that makes Willow village. pick his finger. Or have you ever uh, seen UHF? Yeah. The cameraman. The cameraman, the the dwarf guy. Okay. That's Billy Barty. He's one of them time He's been bandits. in a hundred different things. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yes. So I love this movie. I've seen it a hundred times. Scott, we picked it for you. I, uh, yeah, I, I love this movie. And uh, also, today is, the, when we're recording this, is the thirtieth year anniversary of this movie coming out? Oh, oh, that's awesome! That's Can you believe crazy. that? I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that is so cool. Nineteen eighty-seven, huh? And when I was a kid, I was a huge He-Man fan. I love the cartoon, and um, this movie. By the time this movie came out, the cartoon was not on the air anymore. And no one really sort of gave a crap about He-Man and the Masses of the Universe. Because I remember when it came out, I was like sort of already over it. And my dad rented it from the video store and brought it home. And I remember ultimately being very let down. Yeah. Because I am, I am not a fan of taking the fantasy movie out. And then putting it into the real world. Beastmaster 2, uh, you know, (laughs) Smurfs go to New York. (laughs) You know, this, it it, it stinks. No. But uh, because you want to see the whole movie on on Eternia. But I've also watched this movie so many times that I, it used to be groan worthy, but now I I love it so much. (laughs) 
because it's so, so original. It's so abstract. It's a it's a weird movie, right? It's really weird. It's a weird movie. <laughs> so this is your first time seeing it, right? My first time ever today watching it. What did you think of it? I was a little bit disappointed. Really? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I well, think sir, it's fan, fan, it's right? fantastic in its own right as uh, a movie. Uh-huh. But as a movie with He-Man, I was kind of bummed out that yeah. I didn't feel like He-Man was the badass I was expecting him to be in it. He never is. Uh, like, have you gone back and actually watched the cartoon? No. I just remember it from childhood. Oh, yeah. And it was awesome. And when then I when was you, a kid. Yeah. And then when you go back and watch it, you go, uh, what sort of awful dreck is this? Uh, it, it's it, Some of them are good, uh-huh. but some of them are really bad I, I the thing that i that always goes uh, through my mind watching um a, like a cartoon like that is a full grown adult came up with this yeah yeah several and <laughs> <laughs> a room of them <laughs> and this movie it it's crazy because there's so many things about He-Man that doesn't make sense. Yes. And then you add this movie on top of it. Yes. And it, it <laughs> confuses things. Uh, the few things you kind of thought you knew. Yeah. Get a little bit twisted. There, I don't know. The elements the elements that kind of surprised me on this viewing of it were, were how much like the Superman movie the intro was. Like... I guess the millions of, or, well, not millions, I've probably seen this maybe like half a dozen times in my life, but it, I never made that connection while I was watching it, but this time, like, I was like, holy crap, that's the, like, that's Superman right The there. opening, opening is, is a is direct like, rip-off yeah, of Superman. Like, there's no, there's no, yeah, mm-hmm, no, you mm-hmm. can deny that. Like, I mean, the lettering, obviously the lettering isn't doing the same effect, but the, the background, the theme, the theme in the background you know, and the, the special effects of the lettering is just kind of like, yeah, there it is. Superman. It's, Superman. Kind, of, it's kind of weird that the, the movie has like two openings because it has the, in the very beginning, at least on the copy we were watching, it had white text on a blue screen that showed like the actors' names. And then it had a very short intro where somebody was like, Eternia, blah, 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 something, something, Masters of the Universe. And then it like showed all the, the, Credits again. Yeah. It was like dual credits, and then, of course, the credits at the end on top of everything. Also, one thing that's always uh, uh, sort of weird to me is Castle Grayskull is supposed to be like a good place. Yeah. You you know, like uh, He Man and the Sorceress, this is like a a sacred, uh, uh, unhallowed uh, or hallowed ground. Right. Uh, But Say you're Courtney Cox or Kevin or mm-hmm. Lubbock. Anybody, yeah. And, and you get you you go and then you go, we're gonna go to that building right there. Yeah. That's the holy place. Yeah. Okay. I'm not going to that building. <laughs> it's a giant skull. Yeah. And, it, yeah. and also it's called Castle Grey Skull and it's green. <laughs> 
So yeah, um, I mean the toy was green. The toy was green also. <laughs> the the toy was green. It's called Castle Grayskull. I figured it was green because like it had been like overgrown with some vines. Maybe if you like knock the vines Don't away, make yeah. Yeah. just gonna say, just gonna say, the Lord, the original Lord of the Castle. Perhaps it was gray See, it makes sense. It would make sense that if Skeletor was in Castle Grayskull instead of Castle whatever, Snake Mountain. Oh, Snake Mountain, Lord of, and then. Yeah, I, but uh, I, th- this movie has bored its way into my heart. I understand that. I can see how it's got. I mean, there were some oh my god moments for me watching this where I was just like, "This is happening." Well, yeah, you know, <laughs> when you say like He Man isn't like the badass that you expect him to, well. Because he doesn't really do a whole lot of stuff. No one really does anything in this movie. Yeah. You know, like, Sorod is like that, that like, uh, reptilian yeah, guy. And he's got, like, dart fingers. He doesn't <laughs> do anything. That's what we were saying earlier. You could remove Sorod from the entire right. movie, and uh, it's the same thing. Yeah. They, they needed somebody to... To destroy. I felt like like Skeletor just didn't, like, properly... Like, you should have sat them down and been like, okay, you're going to another dimension. Things might be a little bit different from from Eternia. You should have vetted Uh, them. (laughs) Maybe this will help you so you can do your objective. No, he just throws them in a dimensional portal and just, like, go find them. You know? You can tell they're just like, whoa! You know? Another thing that it, 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 uh, is confusing that the, com- the the cartoon has so many characters, yeah, none of which get adapted to this movie. Seriously, yeah, I was okay. I'm going to say I had a few disappointments. One of them was He Man wasn't a badass the way uh. I was expecting him to be until the end. In the end, he was a badass. He finally got to say his line. He finally got to kick some ass. <laughs> There was no battle cat. Let me tell you, that was probably my favorite thing about He-Man when I was a kid. It was, it was being able to have your freaking cat with you that was gonna help you fight. And cool armor, yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, stylistically, I feel like it didn't look like that. I like uh, He-Man. Excuse me, not Batman. <laughs> it didn't. didn't look like it didn't look like He-Man to me. Like what I'm used to seeing, like were these like certain kinds of art, and I feel like a different kind of art was applied to this. Yeah, but I mean, that's small potatoes. I think it was a hugely entertaining movie. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Like they kept off longer and like like just oiled like the whole. Movie. And that's the way he comes out of the box. Oh, uh, oh yeah, yeah. From the day he was born. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he came out with that hair already buff as as a, as a very baby. Oh, right, right. Um, Scott, uh, I think you were in the restroom when we when we were ta- discussing this. But uh, Dolph Lundgren's real hair was that like his real hair in this movie? I'm gonna you know? say 100. <laughs> yeah. okay. okay, cool, cool. There was some question there for a moment. He still got that you hair. See, I don't you kind of see him like move his head like left or right, and like and like you know the upper portions of his hair looked pretty natural. But then kind of when you when you get like kind of down to the neck where the business, you know the 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 you know business the in the front, party in the back. No, no, it's kind of. I, I'm saying I'm gonna say 
that it's, it's real. Hair. Okay, I'm going real. Cool. I'm going, I'm going to take a photo of that and go get my hair cut that way. But they should have done it more like the cartoon and give give Dolph Lundgren a little bob yeah, haircut. Yeah, you know? yeah. It would have been adorable. It would have been easy. It would have been easy. They could have given him a wig that looked exactly like the cartoon. No, guys, this is an updated, you know... <laughs> Well, they, they, they leave out the entire Prince Adam, like, personality thing. Yeah, so I no. think they're like, we don't, we want to separate even farther from, well, like, the Prince Valiant. Th- kind th- of, that's like, why, that's thing, why right? it's so hard. Like, th- this movie, you know, when you're, it's like, well, he finally gets to say, I have the power. He says the, the magic words. He's got the magic sword. He's already he that does it, he he's already he man. He's not Prince Adam. Yeah, they never yeah, set totally. that up through through this totally. where it's like he's a prince, but his his see that's his secret <laughs> identity. Which then if you even want to get into for into the mythology of He Man's magic sword, all all that sword really has the magic to do is change He Man's clothes. Yes. But no one recognizes uh, Prince Adam He-Man, and Prince He-Man. Adam, yeah, yeah. Even Prince Adam's own father <laughs> will look at him and, like I was watching a He-Man cartoon today. And he goes, He-Man, I just don't know. My my son, Adam. He's a little bit. You know, he, he, he's like, I just wish he would apply himself more. <laughs> and, and I'm like, I'm, I'm going, sure your son will be that fine. would be like if you were wearing, a, a, a wearing something and then you went in the next room and changed it and your own father didn't recognize <laughs> you <laughs> because you changed your T-shirt. It's like... And then, like at the end, you took your shirt off. At the end of this movie, who are you? What is this? (laughs) I went to the beach, Dad. What? (laughs) I understand it's the Clark Kent syndrome and everything, but at least Clark Kent obscured one part of his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely, um, totally. He's, he's, I mean, he doesn't have a good relationship with his father. His father yeah, he doesn't yeah. recognize. He's been like raised by other, you know, men at arms and all that. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. But like, uh, even in this movie, he, he says it twice. Yeah, I have the power. Now, could it be I, that I mean, did it. Oh, well, what are you getting? What you can't deny that he did. Uh, he like, does have power. Here's some tinfoil He-Man mm. fan theories for you. Okay, uh, not explained in this movie. This is just from the Book of Aaron. Okay, um, perhaps isn't there a Book of Aaron? Yeah, I don't... Okay. the Book of Aaron Cornelius. Oh, okay, thank you. All right, um, uh, <laughs> okay, so here's my theory. Perhaps this is taking place. Like this is they mentioned in the movie that it's been many years, like that this battle between them and Skeletor has been going on for many sure. years. So perhaps at some point Skeletor, Skeletor had some sort of plan that once he figured out the truth that Prince Adam was He Man, something was revealed, time? so he just became He Man full time. Then why does he have to oh. say I have the power? See. I think he didn't I have, have for the that. power have until he said he had the power. Everyone, because everyone has a catchphrase. He wasn't kicking ass till then. That's my opinion. And they easily could have made him prince for most of the movie and then made him He-Man at the end. I don't know. Yeah, I there don't must, know. I feel like there was definitely like a couple people in a room, writing room yelling about this. No, he's got to be He-Man the whole time. <laughs> no, he's got to be Prince Adam. Yeah, the the, Don't the complicate movie, the story. The the movie reeks of of yeah. a, a, a tug of war. You know, Mattel has to saying this has to look more like the toys. We have to sell more toys. 
Dolph Lundgren can't deliver these lines, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Yeah. I uh, I actually, um, I have a friend who worked at Mattel during the making of this movie. Mm. Uh, he actually got me in to do some of the toy testing when I was but a lad. One of oh, my parents' wow. friends. Oh. Uh, you are so lucky. It was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> and, and to this day, I still don't actually really understand how lucky I was to, like, you know, to experience the conveyor belt with a He-Man toy rolling up in front of me so I could pick it up. Whoa. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're blowing yeah. my mind, man. I don't. Yeah, it was. I amazing. would have. That's like down. Make a Wish Foundation stuff. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. seriously. The He-Man, the He-Man toy that I got to play test was a uh, was the one where he would sit inside the T Rex. It was like a an act like a like a action. You know, like, like what are the, the, one of the vehicles mm-hmm. was just this dinosaur that you could pop his back open, and it was a seat that He Man could sit. In. Okay, yeah. You know, I'm trying to blank on it it's, right you now. Know, it wasn't, like, super crazy, but they asked me a series of questions about it. It's like a purple thing, and it had, like, side-mounted guns. Yep. Yeah, yep. I can't remember. I, I remember Bashasaurus was <laughs> one, but... Yeah, dude. I actually have a story about the toys. Oh, cool, <laughs> cool. So, I was, like, hugely into He-Man as a kid. Like, my mom tells this story about how... Like, my one defiant streak as a kid was that I wouldn't get up and change out of my pajamas when I was watching He-Man. And she'd be (laughs) like, Sarah, you have five minutes. You better get dressed. And that I would get into a fight every time she had to turn off He-Man early if I had to get ready for school or whatever. And I think I must have been, like, four or something. I don't know. But my mom got remarried like my mom was (laughs) my mom met my stepdad and this was about when I was six or something and my stepsister Maureen and I at the time we didn't have very much in common but my mom was like she has She-Ra's castle like you can play with She-Ra's castle with your He-Man toys I was like oh like it was like they were trying to like Yep. Make our families go together through <laughs> the He-Man toys. We're Brady bunching this family together through She-Ra toys. Yeah, totally. It was like that made her cooler. That's awesome. <laughs> Having the She-Ra castle. That's so And then you cool. bust in with your Skeletor. <laughs> She-Ra. That's what I think I remember That's he- awesome. He-Man came on for the first time. Uh, my first day of kindergarten. Uh, I'm trying to think, was it kindergarten or first grade? No, it was first grade because it came on at three o'clock and I had like five minutes to like run home. Mm-hmm. That's it. No, Scott, that's awesome. Though. I, that's awesome. Good, good I feel like that. they aired it in the morning, but I don't know. Maybe that was later. Maybe that was you after know, it was he in man, reruns. He Man had sort of a brilliant um, ad system that they created the cartoon and gave it away for free in exchange for commercial time. Right. Oh. So they would give oh, away yeah and then yeah with the ad time they would oh, they would load wow. it with He-Man toy commercials. And it, Which everybody it couldn't wanted. have cost that much to make yeah. because it's just reused rotoscoping over yeah, and over. Yeah, they again. and yeah, that was the first 
time anyone had ever done that to to give away a show for free in exchange for wow. for ad time. That's a, pretty brilliant, that's actually. Some George Lucas uh, brand uh, thinking in the way of merchandising, right there. Yeah, pretty cool. It did work because the coolest thing about He Man, to me anyway, is the toys. Absolutely, you know, the, yeah. The the. I there know are a couple. Grown, I know grown ass adults that still buy those. Toys. I'm just kidding. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm one of them. I don't, I don't know what you're talking. about. Yeah, um, my brother-in-law also has a very large collection. Oh, my, uh, you have no idea <laughs> the collections that I've You've seen. seen yeah. People have uh, crazy. Oh, like I like I was saying, you you know some actual masters of the universe, like people that like have dedicated their lives to acquiring. Like the Masters of the Universe line and the exclusive toys and stuff like Everything. that. Everything. Right? Yeah. I mean, I know people that have you know, literally every single thing ever made a little oh, bouncy man. ball or even all of the Mexican knockoffs and, oh, wow. you know, Dino Riders. <laughs> Dino and, Riders. Yeah. You know, uh, Sun Man and, you know, Dino uh, Riders. all of yeah. that. I mean, um, they're, they're, they look like He-Man toys only yeah, with yeah. like dinosaur heads or whatever. When He-Man was out, they, people would just sit there and bootleg the, those toys right. and put a different head on it. I mean, yeah. that, that's essentially what a He-Man toy is, is. So they were all buff, but they had, you know, a velociraptor head on with it. With a, yeah, with a dinosaur head. Well, that's incredibly <laughs> sexy. Uh, well, but anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, that's kind of mind-blowing. I saw a guy at a He-Man convention one time. He he flew in from Brazil just to buy a playset that was still in the box. He came in, bought the thing for like $2,000, and then didn't stay. He turned around, got right on a plane, and uh, and hauled it back to his house. That's wow. crazy. Yeah. That is some dedication. Mm-hmm. I think crap. I think we must have got all of our He-Mans to, or not all of it, but a bunch of it like secondhand because I don't remember. Yeah, I just remember it being there, you know. And I definitely we had like a ton of them, and I think it was just like, like yeah, Goodwill stuff and, and things like that. Because oh, yeah. I was I was playing with He-Man until I was, I want to say like nine or something like that. Like I can't stop thinking about what. I mean, I just didn't have any money. I didn't. My mom either. didn't want. It, my mom didn't want me to, to, oh, to get man, it for me. Begging but, my parents. Uh, yeah, the, the, I'm sure know, I did too. The playset, the Keyman playset. It's like the entire skeletal structure of a of a creature, like all the bones. It's called Battle Bones. Yeah, it was at the Goodwill. Oh, it was yeah. wrapped oh. up in plastic. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even remember what the price was, but like my mom was like, "Oh, this was like no. two days ago." <laughs> yeah, mom, yeah. please, come on, please, mom. <laughs> I'm a grown ass man. I can pay you I'm back. I don't oh, think so. Yeah. I don't think so. I it was so much money now, though, guys. Like that thing is like ridiculous cash. Yeah, there's. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> no, like, I know. It's really expensive. It's expensive. It just hurts whenever I look at that price, and I'm like, I could have gotten it for like 1993 money, you know, yeah. <laughs> like 1992. Goodwill. Goodwill. I kind of want a Guardas uh, toy. Uh, that's what his name is, right? Guardas. Uh, I never had the t- that many toys of He-Man. I I'm sure that I wanted them. 
But my mom was like super, well, first of all, we didn't have a lot of money. But secondly, she was principled about not letting me have that much stuff. Yeah. She was like, it's not about stuff, you know? So and when you're a kid, you're not having that. no. When you're a kid and and they're advertising to you like constantly about the different toys, you're that's the other thing like, is the He Man commercials are like He Man, He Man, He Man, He Man. I, I was like, I could just imagine running around the house like He Man, He Man. Mom, you know, I just had an idea. You know, guess what I want? He Man, He Man. They drill it into your skull. I like, just yeah, yeah. Guess what I need, uh, guys? Here, here. I got, I got a bear. This is the most embarrassing He-Man story I have for you guys. Okay, that's good. So, like, when I was one, one and a half, I was pretty obsessed with He-Man, and uh, so when my mom was in the kitchen cooking, there was a cutting knife that she had placed on the cutting board. That was my sword, dudes. Nice. I grabbed that thing. I was shouting He-Man, and I ran outside as fast as I could. Oh, my God. <laughs> Were, I mean, did you get hurt? No, I was I was safe. My mom was able to, you know, get her. You said, I have me. the power and yeah, threw it at the cat. Like, <laughs> you jumped yeah. on top of the cat and ran after the mailman. <laughs> Skeletor! Ah! A toddler with a knife, my worst nightmare. <laughs> My parents never let me live that one down, though. Oh, like, no, that's like, awesome. You were so sword obsessed, Aaron. That's oh. awesome. That's so cool. Let's let's talk about the movie. Okay. Sure thing. I sure. think that this movie is surprisingly well written. Like, I think that... You do? Yes, I do. I think that the character dialogue is actually not terrible. Or maybe it's just delivery by the actors, but you know, like you got Billy Barty, and then you've got Frank Langella, and sure. And, uh, luckily, Dolph Lundgren doesn't have to say anything really. I didn't find the the. I don't know if they're supposed to be teenagers. We'll call them teenagers. They annoying. Are. They're yeah. supposed to be in high school. You know, and uh, I don't know. I was expecting it to be really bad, so. I'm not saying it's great, but it wasn't it's it's certainly tolerable. It's such a unique movie in that it doesn't follow any other story structure. Like yeah. it it just sort of is like <laughs> blow up the gym and then like somehow Kevin is concerned about the janitor with the letterman jacket on and he's like Coral <laughs> and it's like is that you an alumnus? You can tell, but yeah, he, he looks like because he's got the Letterman jacket on, but he's clearly the janitor. Should have had yeah. an action figure. Yeah, just Carl the janitor <laughs> with <laughs> action mop. Yeah, exactly. Nothing, nothing, he's just mopping. He's like nothing got better after high school. Yeah. Yeah. Best days of my life. Yeah. I am mopper. What are you whippersnappers doing? I was quarterback on the yeah, football yeah, team. Yeah, he's like, I broke my leg. He's like an Al Bundy yeah, tragic hero. <laughs> yep. So do you think this movie was made for teenagers or for kids that were used to like He-Man when it was on? It or? is hard to tell who this movie is made for. It's actually, it's made for Golan and Globus. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it, was, it was made for those two guys to Put on the pile of other movies that they've done, right? As as some sort of movie horde that that uh, you know throw it on the pile, uh, you know, because I I think at the time people were like, look, 
He-Man is not actively on TV anymore. No one is going to care about this movie. And it's like, no, 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 no. You make, you make, I, make I, movie. I mean, just, just me, me and Aaron. And I would, Sarah. I would have I mean, cared. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember watching. I, I remember watching it, thinking that like. Like He Man's not even on anymore. I don't even care about this. Yeah, and I think you were probably the perfect age for seeing it when it came. I out. was. Yeah. yeah, this came out. I was ten years old, and I did have a, a you know a bunch of He Man toys. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you guys were saying like, well, I didn't have a whole lot. There was a kid that lived on the other block from me who had every single he-man toy oh my and like uh i remember even he was say- he he kept saying that he had an orco toy and i'm like but they don't even make an orco toy this is before they made an orco oh, toy okay. I and i went I over there i went over there and the, the guy's toy. the guy's dad had sculpted him oh a tiny orco toy, <laughs> like the the Holy like. Crap. I think that was the first time I I saw someone who had like Custom willed figure. this toy into into existence. I I thought that that was the most amazing thing. Like first, I thought it was amazing that the, these parents would just uh, kowtow to their child and <laughs> yeah. buy them uh, all of these toys. But then we'll get his love somehow. I, I'm thinking some sort of uh, uh, fit or something where the kid is like, "I want an orca, I want an orca," just to shut him up. The dad like whittled something, <laughs> whatever. But uh, but yeah, that was the first time I'd seen like someone like make a toy that, that is sort of blew so my mind. Cool. Yeah. Did you feel like that influenced you? Uh yeah, definitely. I I did make an Orco toy oh, and yeah. so I sort of did uh you know tap into that That's uh, so you, know, cool. you know when I was a kid. I mean, this kid to me he was like redneck silver spoons cuz he was like he had like every He-Man toy. He had like a go-kart. Like I'd oh, never even cool. I didn't even know what a go-kart what was. What does a kid need with a go-kart? Was yeah. he like a brat? Like a huge brat? No, he was actually a really nice kid. That's cool. So That's cool. That's cool. I have mixed feelings about yeah. it. Like what you want to hate jealous. the kid. But, yeah, yeah. But he's such a nice <laughs> kid. How are you going to punch yeah. you? I don't But I <laughs> I want that orca <laughs> toy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got to hang out with him so I can get closer to the orca toy. That's funny. That's kind of how I felt like a kid when I um wow. My my mom and my grandma were both really encouraging of me being creative when I was young and I remember saying but I want this and I want and I want a princess thing and I want a you know He-Man thing and they were like you can make one like we can make one and their whole idea was like if you want something you can make it and that is true to a degree. Now I probably can make anything I wanted. Back then I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. Back Sarah, then when, when I was like, six, I don't know how to perfectly toys. sculpt yeah. a He Man. Yeah. About thirty uh, expert levels away from, from pulling that off. Yeah, I probably still couldn't carve a He Man, but <laughs> I'm just picturing like all these like red egg shells laying everywhere as you're taking as much silly putty as you can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're gonna make a He Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah her, her parents drove her over to the Mattel factory and just dropped her off. Learn. I will yeah. say that it did give me drive to learn how to make things for myself. That's cool. You know what? That's funny that you That's say cool. that because He-Man totally did that for me too. Really? Yeah. 
when I was a kid, I had a He-Man poster, and um, I can't remember the the artist's name right now. He he literally he just died like two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Um, but there was a there was a, a He-Man toy on there, and He-Man always had such awesome artwork and everything. Yeah. And I remember I wanted to draw uh, Jitsu, which was a, a He-Man toy, you know. Yeah. And I remember it. I couldn't draw it and, you know, because I'm a little kid. I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm not Frank Frazetta. Right. And like, uh, <laughs> and I'm, I, it just, it didn't turn out to look like anything. It didn't even look like a man or anything. And I just thought, it, it, like, that's sort of also when it dawned on me, like, these are adults that are playing with toys and adults are actually making them all this and that sort of shed some light on it too i I did a lot of contemplation over he-man and when i was a kid but uh but that was one of those things that i always thought like i want to get better at drawing so one day i will i'm going to draw this picture of jitsu and uh earlier this year i did i did a big giant painting Awesome! Uh, that is so it's cool. Awesome. I really yeah. like that painting a lot. Man. Thanks. Yeah. That is so cool. So, He Man has a heavy influence on you know everything I do. Hmm. I watched a lot of John Candy movies, which is uh, which explains my life. Camp Candy. Nice. Yeah, there was a nurse that was in love with me. It was it was really weird. Actually, was, um, John Candy was one of the one celebrities I got really sad about when he when he passed. I remember. That was that was pretty. Uh... He's dead. <laughs> yeah, bro. Passed uh... away a long time ago. Let's talk about how disappointing yeah. this movie is. He watches. He watches his. He watched his, <laughs> his own, he watched his own cartoon and died of embarrassment. Oh no! Oh man! It's such a good cartoon, though. <laughs> I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Camp Candy. Uh, John Candy had a cartoon. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Or he was the camp. Okay, so who is your favorite villain from Masters of the Universe? Wait, the the whole franchise? No, the just the movie, the movie. Because they It's gotta be Blade, obviously. They, they, well, <laughs> see, obviously. Everyone Blade, Blade, Blade. No okay, way, yeah, man. No way. Yeah. Gonna have to say Blade is up there for okay. me. But uh Evil in? No, no, I, I I gotta give it to uh uh Hook Hand. Karg. Karg, Karg dude. Yeah. And his tiny sigh. Yeah. Hook hand and tiny sigh. I don't know. Skeletor! I don't know. None of them really made me feel comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Also, the main purpose of their hiring as a a villain. (laughs) None of them actually ever really did anything. (laughs) Beastman's cool. And by the time that that blade actually gets to go do something, inflict any pain, it's not with a blade; it's with the laser whip. No, no, we established that's his twin brother, Whip. Yeah, <laughs> blade and Whip. Yeah, <laughs> blade, 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 blade does blade does nothing with his blades, mm-hmm. but with the whip, he he yeah. whips He Man. So that's how he lost that eye. He was messing around with a whip when he oh, went, when he shouldn't have. That's it. He whipped his eye out. Kid. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I guess I mean I thought Evelyn was scary and I thought Skeletor was scary, but 
I kind of didn't really understand the scope of their powers. Um, I mean, which is a, fine. It's fine. Story. It's fine. But um, Skeletor. <laughs> yeah. Skeletor seemed like he was talking a lot, and like his. Yeah. I think that was one of the things that like was that his face. Like I just pictured Skeletor having like skeleton face, yeah. and it looked like his head was like. There was something like Captain EOE about it too, with like, like the lady. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like uh, 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 Nicholson's Joker, you know, like the, the <laughs> cheeks. Yeah, yeah. They like, had this like superficial like yeah, cheekbones. Everything on his face spot. moves except for his cheeks. I yeah. thought that the the lips were kind of funny on all the latex heads. Yeah, like his his head. I thought like he could see like. A part of the middle of his it's lips It's like a little turtle, down. like a turtle lip, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, a turtle lip. His, you know, his, his pointy teeth back there. It's like all the, the prosthetics, yeah. all the prosthetics were just pushing his lips down. <laughs> like, all, everything just on his face. It felt like it maybe wasn't that easy to deliver the soliloquies through the he, mask. He, I mean, he, he did it, though. Yeah, he did. He did. And He's I, killing it. And I think Evelyn was creepy. Um, you recognize the actress Meg Foster? Not really, but she kind of reminded me of like the Wicked Queen in Snow White, or mm, like yeah. I'm trying to remember what else I thought she looked like. She, I just wish her headpiece had been a little more accurate to the cartoon. <laughs> yeah, pointy, bugs me every pointier, time. Or yeah, kind of, like, kind yeah, of like more goat horns kind of thing going she, on. She was in They Live. Oh yeah. I totally yep. recognize her. her. Yep. Yep. Oh, wow. Okay, I, get it. I get it now. And she was recently in the Twin Peaks episode where Mr. Jackpot's at the casino for two seconds. Spoiler. Huh? I'm just kidding. You shut your I'm so far behind. Well. Yeah, I haven't watched it since the 80s. So. Both, both times oh, I tried to watch Twin Peaks on Netflix, I've fallen asleep and forgotten where I was. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so in love with the new series. Oh, yeah, it's, 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 not, it's nothing like the old series. I mean, it is a little bit, but... It's like watching a really long Mulholland Drive that has some things from Twin Peaks in it. Okay, I'm out. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks for that, because I, I was a little worried that I was missing <laughs> Twin Peaks... But uh, no, no, it's no it's, it's heavy. It's heavy Lynch. If you're not if you're not in for the Lynch train, I like early Lynch, not late Lynch. Yeah, that's the only Lynch. I'm, only, I'm all about Dune. Boo. Boo. I have mixed all feelings. About that Dune. Dune Lynch is Lynch. Yeah. Dune man, that's all right. Hey, look at my notes here. It says uh, Aaron sucks. Good, uh, good note. Good note. Room with Darth Vader's. Oh yeah, let's talk about them Darth Vader's. Yeah. Crazy cat. Darth Vader's. How, how many actual suits of armor do you think they had uh, on set for the? Because whenever there's like an army of them, they're always like way spread out. I want to say total there was like ten. Oh, I think so. You know, what I'm saying they're like the the black stormtrooper. What's we call them the Darth Vader's? Yeah. Oh it's, yeah. It's like you make them sound like there's more by adding in that that marching sound effect. Whenever you see them, mm. you hear like. All this trumpet going on, or yeah, or like, like so much, like oh, there, there's always a bunch of them when yeah. it's a tight area, yeah. but then they're always like all, way spread out, like uh, when when they're like marching down the street or whatever. I, I'm gonna say about ten 
actual fabricated. Uh, I mean, there were like seventeen suits. in Evelyn's flying car, all packed together. I don't, I don't know. There's like <laughs> they're all squeezed in there together. No, ten, ten, ten sounds about right. I'd say about ten. Maybe the back ones were cardboard or something. <laughs> even, even, even like when they're on Eternia and there's like stuff on fire and there's like hostages and prisoners. There's always just like four of those guys, yeah, yeah. just hanging out there. Yeah. There's never like. Uh, an entire like army. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. In the opening part where they're they're marching or where Skeletor's <laughs> marching into Castle Grayskull, sure. like, there's, sure. there's, there's the, the matte painting that like makes it look like there's more soldiers there, but it's obviously like painted. This entire universe seemed like there weren't. It wasn't very yeah. populated. Yeah. <laughs> Eternia population. <laughs> Eighty-seven. Like, yeah. <laughs> the scene that really hammers that home is when Skeletor's doing like his big talk a hologram. People of Eternia, people staring at him in total, <laughs> and you're just like, "Did you kill them all?" That's yeah. supposed to be everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I see the bones. And this is, this is the uh, wild Zardoz, uh, you know, where everybody's dead and it's okay. just people on horseback running. Even around. Earth yes. didn't <laughs> seem like it had that many people. Yes. Skeletor shows up. The penis is evil. That's what he says. Yeah, yeah. That is good. Except for my codpiece. Everyone's codpiece in this was like so prominent. The only person that doesn't have a codpiece is Tila, and that's because she has a butthole strap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it. Looks so uncomfortable, too. She's a leather strap going straight up her butt crack. She's separating uh, both cheeks. Like if she didn't just... have that strap, her butt would escape. It doesn't. Yeah. I don't know why you guys think it's so weird. <laughs> I, I just want to know the attorney of custom that's like all right you're a female soldier here you go <laughs> it's like scott was saying her father designed it to keep people out uh, yeah uh, <laughs> he, he helps her put it on yeah probably <laughs> Gross. duncan he's a weirdo yes. come here daughter let me show you so what's what's your favorite bit of uh, dialogue from this movie personally my favorite scene is when uh they've captured a bucket of chicken from earth after uh after finally you know Getting onto the planet, and they're all sitting there and they're well, eating. They, they steal it from a couple that's yeah. making out. Yeah. Well, just, well, the, 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 line, the line of her man at arms is like, I was practicing that for years before you were born. <laughs> <laughs> that's <pretty good> too. <laughs> practicing making out. I've been with many women, daughter. <laughs> My favorite line is when he ran and tells Skeletor to let her go. Oh, yeah. He's like, let her go. Oh. And Skeletor's like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Right there at the beginning, yeah. The first thing you hear he man say Skeletor. <laughs> so oh, good! No. I'm going to have to agree with you. That is so funny. No. <laughs> and Dolph goes, let her go. <laughs> and then <laughs> and Skeletor delivers the whole speech. <laughs> he starts off with no and go. leaves a speech. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he he goes, I was sure that was going to work. I know, I know. I was so oh, no, good. no. Say your, say your favorite line. Oh, no. Well, it's not. I guess it's not really a line, per se. Just, Tell me your line. No. I just enjoy it. It's a scene, scene, you mean? Yeah, the scene where they're talking about the uh, the chicken, and, yeah. and it suddenly revealed that Eternians are like vegan, super vegans I'll, or something. I'll tell you. That was pretty good. I'll tell you my favorite scene, hands down, because it, it's sort of. Okay. <laughs> it's when. It's when. Lubbig, the cop, and Kevin are uh, at Julie's house. Okay. 
and Beastman and, and and all of the cronies they they burst in the door and, and Kevin and the cop they sit there and watch these monsters tear down the door and invade the house and Kevin throws a dish towel at him <laughs> Kevin throws a dish towel at Beastman's face <laughs> he wants to cover up that, that, that ammonia yeah. bird yeah. face. A fight or flight <laughs> response. The police officer has a gun. Yeah. Well, he's gone. He he, t- he took the, the keytar thing and, and took off. That's because he's not there. Oh, okay. no, no. he left Kevin he by himself. That's why Kevin only has a towel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm taking my I'm taking my gun. Use this towel if something happens. <laughs> what, was yeah, the line? what was the line Slacker. you were saying when? When, when, when Beastman burst through the door, there was something you said. It was just like, "Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beastman." What, what did Kevin oh. say? Mm. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin also said, "Oh yeah." I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Get out of but, here! Uh, <laughs> I think it had to have been something yeah. like that. But yeah, Kevin, you guys are mean. <laughs> Kevin throws <laughs> a dish towel the door at with Beastman. lights behind them, like freaking Aerosmith. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, also, that's the machine's all set yeah. up perfectly. Something. Well, that explains later when they when they start playing the instruments when they're at the music store. So, the 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 whole scene when Kevin and the police officer, the Back to the Future principal, when they go back to Julie's house, is the weirdest scene because Julie gets hunted down, almost killed. They blow up the janitor. She meets He-Man. <laughs> they fight again. And after all of that, you know, she gets separated from Kevin. Kevin goes to try to, like, identify what the cosmic key is. Lubbock's not having any part of it. They go to Julie's house. Julie's parents are dead. No one lives at the house. <laughs> Julie calls her own house. That's her first response. First response. <clears throat> Maybe Whoa, who's she trying to call? Who's she in. trying to get? Who's she trying to call? She was I hoping, don't know. I mean, all this magical stuffs happening. And she's she like, she's like, I have to leave. Dead. I have to leave tonight. I have to leave. They go to the house. There, there's still stuff that they're paying. There's uh, yeah. flowers that are dead. Tea kettle, tea kettles. There's food the in the fridge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's chicken, but you know, Maybe the phone is still connected. <laughs> yeah, the phone's still connected. Julie's yeah. just procrastinating. Hey, do you guys want to go to the a place? The food would have hurt them more if he threw that at them than the I, towel. I really want to go to a place that serves buckets of chicken and also like beef ribs, like in the same bucket. Sure, because that's. I mean, that looked pretty good to me. Is it, Joel, is it just because you want to take a whole thing of barbecue sauce and just, just pour it on my pour it on your beard? That scene is still disgusting. When I was a kid, I thought that scene was disgusting, <laughs> and now I'm like, no, no, it's still really gross. Like, I, I don't know why, guys. I, it makes me laugh every time that scene. I'm, no, I don't grappling like hook, it. Grappling hook to steal the chicken. <laughs> if I had a grappling hook, let me tell you. <laughs> He's sitting in bushes stealing people's chicken. That's correct, yeah. This movie was yeah. really fun to watch. That's like, awesome. Yeah, it was yeah. fun to watch. I feel like there is an 80s trend of people or aliens stealing, like, food from, like, nearby people. Like, in my brain, I can, like, see an alien, like, reaching over and, like, grabbing pizza from somebody who's... Or is that, like, a thing, maybe? I don't know. I no, maybe, like, uh, Mac and Me. Oh, yeah. 
you know, stealing, yeah, stealing that coke or mm. whatever else. Like, yeah, oh yeah. God. Gotta dress up like a teddy bear and dance your and dance off in the McDonald's. Oh my god. <laughs> there was a little bit of a Burger King spot here, but that, uh, yeah. I wasn't paying attention. I missed the Burger King spot. Yeah, there was just some discarded trash. There were oh. a bunch of cans of <laughs> Look soda. at that discarded trash. I'm there, delicious. I think there was a Burger King crossover, like a, uh, whatever the Happy Meal was. At oh, yeah. I think there was a cross. For I, I can't, I can't remember exactly what it was, though. There are some guys that I know that can identify, you know, that's a Japanese Burger King import. Wow. Uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. Some of the, some of the guys that I know about He-Man have like dedicated like their entire lives uh, to He-Man. Whereas I have only dedicated a, a, a partial. <laughs> <laughs> A partial life. You're a, f- a functioning <laughs> He-Man guy. He-Man, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what did I say about my mom? She's a high-functioning Trekkie. Nice. Yeah. nice. <laughs> I, I always try to figure out something that I, I like would be a, a disciplinarian. Like, the closest I could do is is film, but that's a huge subject. It's you know, I, like, I haven't narrowed it down or anything like that, but it's like... I remember when the Mass Effect game came out, the first one, I was, like, obsessed, and I was, like, memorizing all the info, and then the second game came out, and I was like, hmm, what's this over here? Oh, some other game. <laughs> like, I like I just, like, lost interest in It used games. to be easier to do it with Star Wars. That was the first yeah. one that was, like, super immersive that you could go in and learn, you know, even just the, the back of the, the toy packaging, there's like 300 toys on the back there. I want to learn about memorizing every single one of those. Ram Man. There's a lot of, of He-Man and, uh, I can do, I could probably do, I don't know, 98%. I could I yeah. identify the, from the original toy line. Oh yeah. Now that the one thing that you got to bring up that I don't know is that purple. <laughs> Tyrannosaurus, right? That was at the very end Way of the toy to go, line. Aaron. Oh, you know? I'm trying to- We bring a guest over here and you try to make him look dumb. No, that was not my intention. That's just like when you had the it's creator of Mega Man here and you told him about that other game that is Mega Man really. Never mind, I'm making up. Yeah. Um hmm? what game is that one? Uh Mighty Number Nine. He made that too. The prince wears That's purple cool. in the cartoon, right? Uh Prince Adam. He wears pink and purple. Yeah, he's got better shirt, right? But pink, doesn't pink shirt, purple pants. purple pants. They have more purple in the cartoon, right? Like on other characters too. A Skeletor was like decked out. Purple, yeah, I thought he? he was purple. Well, the, Skeletor has dark purple. Yeah, yeah, and blue I mean. skin. Yeah, I always thought it was like a light green, but I apparently green. think the Castle Grayskull being green is. No, I mean, uh, well, you think it's normal, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it certainly, over I had that toy. It was definitely a green-colored toy. You had Castle Grayskull? We had, yeah. I, I didn't have the other one. I had Castle Grayskull. Cool. Like I got a Castle Grayskull, and that was the greatest Christmas ever. Yeah. I have so it's much Castle Grayskull envy right yeah. now. Like Sarah, did you have Castle Grayskull as well? I don't think I did. That's fine. I, I had a He-Man toy, and I think I might have had... One other one. Oh yeah. But then Shira. But then, oh yeah. When we combine households with our powers combined, (laughs) I now have (laughs) trap jaw to share. Trap jaw. Yeah. 
what's what is the name of the guy who uh, had uh, like different eyes depending on when you could turn it around? That was Triclops. Triclops, yeah, that guy was sexy. What? Yeah. <laughs> You keep saying that. I just, I'm just trying to make it awkward. That was one, that was one of that was one of the guys We're there, that, was, Joel. that was one of the guys that was in the cartoon that also had a toy. Oh yeah. Oh, no, After a while, that's, the, that's the, the toys yeah. never uh, like never made it onto the cartoon. They just mass produced. Yeah, right? it was just yeah. easier to make the toys. And they weren't going to be new animation for these no. things. No, right? like there's one um, toy. It's. Um, snout spout and it's like a robotic elephant head and that's crazy it, nice. it appears for half of a second during the christmas episode oh. in which he puts the star on top of the christmas tree because uh there's a christ <laughs> on eternia yes oh, okay. they okay. celebrate his birthday in the same fashion we do right uh by putting they were a star first too yeah, and- yeah. <laughs> is, they, is that just like us they have an elephant with a, a robot head put the star on top of the tree that's oh, that's tradition okay. in my house yeah. I don't, that's, all, that's why i was looking at you <laughs> oh like i don't know what you're gosh. talking about that's perfectly normal have you ever seen that christmas special no, no. i've heard about um i need to watch that the other podcast i like we hate movies yeah talked about it and everyone's done talking it. about skeletor yeah. being like I'm feeling happy and I hate scene. it. Ah. I've seen it on YouTube. I've seen oh, yeah. a scene on YouTube. It's pretty good. It's uh, it's worth it. It's that's, worth it. That's the one where uh, She-Ra and He-Man get get drunk together and uh, yeah. Hey, they're twins, Joel. I mean, they're, they don't know it. They don't are know they twins? Yeah. yeah. They convince each they're other that they're just step brother, yeah. stepsister. It's like Luke and Leia. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Whoa. It's weird. My two favorite toys that I can remember were Stinkor and yes. Merman. Yes. Merman's cool. Same I like, toy. I, I like really Merman. like, yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. I think they got like the same face shape and everything, but uh, were they both also fuzzy? Or was no. it only Stinkor? No, Stinkor was wasn't fuzzy. He oh. stinks. Who's the fuzzy? Like one with the, like. The fuzzy one far. is Moss Man. Moss Man. Mo- and He's that gross. Was- <laughs> Mo- and Moss Man, <laughs> Moss Man smelled yeah. like pine. He smelled See, like a, a, a that's, air freshener. That's what I liked about them. They I had think some boys that smells. lived up the street had those ones. He had that Moss guy. Yeah, yeah. He, Nathan He's, and uh, yeah, he smells like pine. Yeah. And that was a Beast Man. It was like a green Beast Man yeah. that they had flocked right onto it. And there was the guy with the <laughs> suction cup hands, which. That was Leech. I didn't ever play with him. I just stuck him on the window and then went back to the other <laughs> that, toys. <laughs> you stay here. Yep. Leech, was- use your power. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else is fighting. And that guy's just right there. <laughs> I was always trying to make ways for the toys to be able to do something that couldn't do something. Yeah. Like put a suction on someone's face or oh, yeah. something. Like, it's just it's too big. It's you like, can't make that creature fight yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. Try to get stuck to his back. <laughs> I also really like the battle <laughs> damage ones with the, oh, the yeah, yeah. yeah, those mm-hmm. were cool. And then when I was older, and then Jurassic Park came out, they had those battle damage dinos, which were horrifying. This <laughs> is like you, like a dinosaur took a chunk out of another one. You see like rib bones, like oh god. Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of dino damage. Yeah, I'll give you dino damage oh. later. Oh, jeez. That was. What? Uh, you went there. That's pretty weird, Joel.
Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I I haven't seen this movie since I was a kid. Okay. And there are some things like I was just like you. I was I was incredibly disappointed with it. Mm. The things I can remember being disappointed by were one, I found it really boring. Like I mostly remember the Earth stuff and Courtney Cox and the and the other guy like just going around and like being incredibly sad that her parents were dead and yeah. thinking about like what if my parents had died like I remember it being a huge deal <laughs> and uh I remember being upset that Orko was in the movie cuz Orko was my favorite yeah mm, and as yeah, an adult I, I have to say I hate Orko <laughs> but, I don't know I was expecting Orko but that's okay yeah I mean, I get it that the other guy was supposed to kind of be that character. It would be so hard with the the technology back then. Because that was a huge complaint of mine. Because (laughs) even when I was a kid, I was like, uh, I know you guys are fleecing me. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are trying to trick me into thinking that Gwildor is Orko, but it's not. (laughs) But I know what you're trying to go for, and I'm not having it. They could have put a freaking red robe on him and maybe a scarf and called him Orko, and you know what? That would have been just fine. You didn't have to float. I've seen so many people try to do a cosplay of Orko. That would be cool. It it always looks... Dumb. Yeah, it, there's no really cool way. I mean, even the way that He-Man yeah. looks on here, yeah. it's hard to adapt the cartoon or the toys into a real-looking yeah. thing and make it look decent. I think that yeah, they yeah. should have just did, did what they did for, like, Conan. Uh, yeah. You know, I, because... He-Man running around with a cape. Yeah, and the, no. the, 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 They should have knocked the that cape, cape right no. It was a little weird. I agree with I, you. I, I do think Dolph Lundgren looks how I would imagine a real version of the character would look like. I think the, the haircut, the muscles, and, and, and you know, the, the kind of bandolier he's got on there. But, I mean, even when you say, like, the haircut, like, yeah. if you adapted oh, f- directly from the comic, you know, it would be a Bob little hair, a cute oh, little haircut. Joel's, Joel's on, uh, doing uh, it right now. Well, <laughs> I probably had that haircut. Yes, you did. <laughs> um, no, uh, I was going to say the other thing I was really into at this same point in time when I was little was watching wrestling with my dad and if you had asked me as a kid who should play He-Man I probably would have said Hulk Hogan even though now that's like that like hurts me to actually say aloud but but as a kid I was probably like who's who's most like He-Man I don't know Hulk Hulk Hogan Hogan. (laughs) like As a kid, I probably would have said Not that. Not Roddy Piper. He's a bad guy. I think it's pretty obviously Schwarzenegger. He, yeah, know? totally. Yeah, Schwarzenegger. But I mean, there was no big muscly guy. Like now, like every wrestler has to be an actor or a comedian. You yeah. have to wear all these different hats to, to be in show business yeah. now. But back then it was like, okay, you got this giant Russian guy or a giant Austrian guy? You pick. I mean, I'll take uh, the Russian. He's got less di- baggage. The, the dialogue's going to be a little dicey either way. Yeah. So what does he have to say? I have the power? I, I think Dolph, <laughs> he might be able to do that. <laughs> Maybe we spell it out phonetically for the, for the guy. He might be able to pull it off. 
if you looked at the in the credits, I noticed he has a whole separate section that was like Mr. Dolph's uh, or Mr. Dolph's uh, voice coach. Mr. Yeah, Dolph's dialogue coach, coach, and there's a hundred names. Yeah, all these other things. Like everyone else is just like you know wardrobe, blah blah blah. But he had a whole bunch of help going along, and Do then you- obviously they ADR'd. Yeah, was this lot. made before or after the Rocky? This is after Rocky. This is after Rocky Four. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. This is after we defeated Russia. <laughs> right. I, I, I don't think this movie was very good to <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. Although Dolph oh, Lundgren is a proficient guy. I look at his yeah. IMDb. Just in the He's last five years. That guy, the dude does like 80 (laughs) movies a year. Yeah. It's it's like the, uh, I mean, he's, I I don't know what country he's He's like the Russian Danny Trejo. (laughs) I don't think he's actually Russian. I don't, I don't know what he is, but it's like a work ethic that people from the other side of the Atlantic get like. You know, Anthony Hopkins, hundreds of roles, even though we know him, you know, for some pretty stellar stuff. But he's done so much stuff. Like, if you calculate all his work, it's probably 75% crap, 25 mm. pretty, you know, 20, 20% pretty good and 5% yeah. And then Dolph Lundgren has got the, the same attitude. Like, I've seen some. He's Swedish. <sighs> oh, Okay. Dolph Lundgren, the Punisher. Yeah, yeah, I've seen, I've seen, some and also <clears throat> that he's in, but it's still like, hey, yeah, Dolph Lundgren. That's pretty cool. You know what? Dolph Lundgren gets a lot of crap for that Punisher movie, yeah. but I'm sorry, I've heard that's the best, the one. best Punisher <laughs> uh, movie. It's awesome, by the way. I, I haven't seen it. I never watched it because I remember there was a standee at the video store. That was Dolph Lundgren with his blonde hair mm. and with the guns. And I was like, I'm never going to watch that movie. Frank Castle has black hair. It's like, well, if you watch the movie, he actually has black hair, right? Yeah. Okay. So I, <laughs> I was sold a false bill of sales. <laughs> no, that, that movie, that's a fun movie too. Yeah. But uh, no, Dolph Lundgren, he doesn't let a bad movie get in his way. Man. No, I mean, he works. He, he, will put, stuff. he will put out Kindergarten Cop 2. And not even look back. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> Alligator Lake. Let's do it. Where do he, I go? He Where probably do I show produced up? all that stuff too, because he's got that, you know, he's got that expendables money that came in. He's like, all right, I'm gonna make a bunch of movies with my friends. All yeah. right. What is he, Lou Ferrigno? Hey, no, no, Lou Ferrigno does like this. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> they all kind of sound the same after a while. Yeah, after a while, yeah. So I thought that Skeletor was that other actor for Jack a, good, a good length of time. I've watching heard so this. many people say because Star- I just took it for granted that Frank it was Langella him. Yeah, in the Skeletor makeup looks like uh, 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 I. I just said his name, hmm? Jack Palin. Jack Palin. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Curly. Star of uh, City Slickers. <laughs> Star of Batman. Star of City Slickers. Yeah. <laughs> Ripley's yeah, Believe It or Not. <laughs> Star of Brooke. Oof, deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> my yeah. favorite, uh, okay, maybe my second favorite part of this movie is the stinger at the end when <laughs> Skeletor out jumps pool. out of the, he jumps out and he goes, I'll be back. Was and, that slime pool at the bottom? Um, <laughs> That's what he fell into, I'm assuming. Yeah, okay. At the bottom of uh, Castle Graceful. There's nothing more embarrassing than something at the end that says, I'm coming back for another movie. 
and there is no <laughs> there's no sequel. I I mean okay, so we what, watched this and we said no thank you, sir. Can you guys think of <laughs> other movies that do that? It because is. I think the most famous one for me is Street Fighter, which ended with Raul Julia's fist coming out of the rubble and hearing him laugh. Oh. And obviously, Raul Julia wasn't going to be in another movie, uh, yeah. Street Fighter, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. I just uh, feel like it does look like him. Oh, yeah. It does I look mean, like Jack Paint that white. I'll tell you my favorite one <laughs> is at the end of Mac and Me. Oh, man. They, oh, they, they, they get naturalized and uh, they chew gum. And it blows up, and like in a bubblegum special effect, it says, we'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like, no, no, you're not. I watched He-Man as a kid, and I got so grossed out. It is a gross movie. I was at my friend's house, and... And I was like, oh, I'm hungry. What are we going to have for lunch? And my friend's mom hands me a raw hot dog. <laughs> and it's just like, here you go. And while watching Mac and me and eating a raw hot dog, I was like, this is not good. Yeah. Like, You're eating a, a raw alien, hot dog. alien wiener. <laughs> A raw hot dog and Mac and Me. I can't get over it. I've never, yeah. never eat raw hot dogs again. Never watch Mac and Me again. Uh, for you anyway. Okay, tune in next week when we get a raw pack of hot dogs and we'll be watching Mac and Me. I don't think I, I can podcast anymore. That's too gross. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everything inside me is just like silent screaming right now. So I'm sorry. It was that awful. Is, this is some sort of non-Euclidean horror. <laughs> I don't like it. It's <laughs> bad. Just it was bad. Naked alien body. I like hate it. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> you imagine reading some HP Lovecraft while eating a rock? Got <laughs> 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 insane. Sorry. <laughs> Anything it makes everything worse. Oh, no. <laughs> Think about watching some horror movie or something. <laughs> Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna picture um, He-Man. He-Man's is it okay to eat raw hot dogs? It'll be all right. No, it is Here we go. Uh, like I don't. Yeah, I somebody mean, just gave it to me. I was a kid. I don't know. <laughs> that person gave you cancer. <laughs> just like all the uh, the kids in this movie that were exposed to the the rays of the. Yeah. Oh yeah. The key. We, I keep getting off topic. I'm sorry. Well, no, we haven't talked about the movie at all. I mean, was okay. Let's let's talk about the cool things. There. Sure. Hoverboards. Oh god, oh, that's my the best. Gosh. That's the that's the funniest best part of this. <laughs> the, how how Dolph Lundgren looks on the hoverboards. <laughs> He's, he's Dope a, special <laughs> effects, man. I like that. <laughs> His body was like laying down and being like carried into the sky. And, and every maneuver that they do on the hoverboard is they they go along a building and then they go up and then over the building. Every single shot of the hoverboard is them racing up the side of a building and then over the top of the building. And it and. It never looks natural. No. Like I don't understand. Like just have them go in a straight line. It makes that looks easy. Yeah. 
You know, put it, put like, put just make a static shot, put them on a green screen, and then make the make it go fast in the background. They right. want to do this difficult skateboard yeah. hoverboard maneuver. <laughs> that may, yeah, I mean, should have dressed up Tony Hawk like Dolphin. <laughs> go shred, go shred a, yeah, a hoverboard, man. you know. Yeah, man. <laughs> though I did, it did make me laugh though. Whenever we we cut to Dolph Lundgren's like the like his actual face while he was on the hoverboard, it was like they strapped him on the back of like a pickup truck and were just drove him to the lot. Yeah, like, the was kind of blowing. Yeah, really yeah. Really put, the, like, put the fan on. Yeah. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren's skateboarding coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Hawk. Yeah. I, like, well, I like that part when he's he's like being pursued by that guy, and then we cut away to uh, back to whatever everyone else is doing. They're, they're being captured like by captured by Skeletor, and that's like a five minute scene. And then we go back, and He Man is still being chased by that guy. Like yeah. nothing's changed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We're still like this. Oh, there's yeah. that building. <laughs> Let's go up the top. Oh my god! Yeah. And I also another like cool it. thing about this movie that we. Probably didn't see here, but it did have a, a awesome Drew Struzan uh, fantasy Drunk, poster, oh yeah, poster. Oh, painting. Um, That's so, cool. you know, by all means, you know they they put a lot into the into this. You know, oh yeah. It also, you know, I, I you have to give it a little bit of leeway too because in the eighties, doing high fantasy was so hard yeah. because it's like well okay in order to do this he-man movie we're gonna we are able to do some fantasy elements but most of the stuff we got to take it out and do it in new jersey you know mm-hmm. and, and revolve it around a couple of teenagers mm-hmm. um it was either kids. you know shoot some of the stuff on earth or do it like the dark crystal where it's like okay we need to fabricate <laughs> literally everything yeah, yeah. you know um so probably, I, you I've know, seen yeah. tons of failures too. Probably just like be like, well, what did they do wrong? And they, they, it feels like things that were like exclusively based in this fantasy world. Maybe that's why they decided to bring it into the, you know, our our modern times at the thing. Because I'm just thinking of like Sword and the Sorcerer failure, uh, the Hawk the Slayer failure. Uh, Crawl failure. Yeah. Dune. Take those words. Even though, even though Dune is a sci-fi, it's it's Kroll also very fantasy. Yeah. Oh, I just mean box office wise. The, the the kids the kids in the movie serve as some sort of point of reference, yeah. you know. But also, you know, when I was a kid, you know, you wanted to see He Man, not Kevin the musician. Yeah. <laughs> Are you saying I shouldn't buy that Kevin action figure? The, the Kevin with dish towel action. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making that toy, by Do the way. It. Making the Kevin with dish towel <laughs> action. Got that leather jacket. Oh, Dolph yeah. leather jacket. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, Dolph Lundgren He-Man toy. Dolph that Lundgren. looks like Dolph Lundgren. It, it, with the cool. uh, lumbering Hulk on a uh, on a hoverboard. <laughs> <laughs> In a crouched position. <laughs> you should have a, a, a keyboard with Gabe the name not of the band. Included. But you have, to put, you have to pose it in the packaging so you just see like his backside, because that's all you see like for most of it. Yeah, it's just yeah. him the, the backside of Dolphin. Oh my god. Blade's backside. Oh, yep, yep. I wanted He-Man 
to take them to school so bad and kick all of their asses, and he didn't get to. He didn't get to. I mean, there there was a cool couple of cool shots where he like deflected lasers with his sword. I like that. Uh Yeah, he did it extremely casually. (laughs) Anytime you get you have something like that, like He Man's sword, you know, it's not like he's going to go decapitate. Trap jaw yeah. or anything, no, or it's just like the yeah. Ninja Turtles, where it's like we've got these ninja weapons, but we're gonna throw we're a pizza at gonna, you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> totally. We, we only use our weapons to deflect things. I do what? think that, yeah. the, the, considering who this movie should have been aimed at, I, I do think it's odd that they had blood at all, and there mm. was like people were like they got wounded, they had they had bleeding and. There are two guys that explode into a million pieces. Yeah. Well, I think that's that's funny. But (laughs) (laughs) like hoverboard guy shouldn't have worn the explosive armor. We we mentioned the janitor earlier, but he gets the beating out of him. Yeah, he He gets gets hauled away on the stretcher, man. (laughs) And he's like, What happened to you? You don't wanna know. After what I've seen today, you don't wanna know. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. I want to tell you the legend. <laughs> like, I feel, you're just a janitor, man. <laughs> I feel like somebody must have come in and told them, you need more techie stuff. Like, you need more, like, little gadgets, and you need, like, yeah, like lights gonna, on everything. Everyone's and, got a handheld yeah. device that, like, spins around or is, like, light-up yeah. crystals oh, yeah. or, like... A little homing device. Totally. Evil Lynn's got the one where it, like, oh, it detects what it saw, what you did, like, yeah. 30 minutes previous. <laughs> now, look, if, if that thing ever comes into existence, uh, my goose is cooked. <laughs> at any point, you see me, whatever I was doing a half hour before you see me. You don't want to know. This is uh, Scott. Is it, Scott's just lot. picking his yeah. nose for an hour, the, the, <laughs> and it's much worse than that. Oh no! <laughs> oh I take God. a lot of sharp turns in my life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, John Madden's had that. And thing wherever for you years. see me, you probably don't want to know what I've been doing a half hour. Oh, no. oh no! But it, but yeah, everyone's got a device. Uh, uh, Gwildor, he's got a couple different things. He invents. Uh, uh, a separate neutron, or what is he? He says neutrinos. It runs on neutrinos. Yeah, he comes to Earth within less than an hour. He's replaced out fuel, fuel combustion engine, the cleanest running. Uh, what kind of car was that convertible? And the oil companies would have Gwildor murdered. Yes. And of course that doesn't Shallow grave killed Gwildor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, that doesn't exist because when the teens get sent back to Earth, it goes back in time before that oh, happens. that's true. So technology doesn't, you know. Well, yeah, oh he my gets here. He, d- he invents. He rebuilds stuff. Yeah. He tricks it out, puts on a whole new clothes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he's he going crazy. He gets here and he's like, I am into this. Like, I can work this. Yeah. <laughs> he's ready to get on Drag Race at one point. That was, that was, I <laughs> enjoyed that. He didn't me. It's that Gwildor when he gets full of that barbecue sauce. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Was. That was what I set him off. Taste of mammal flesh. tasted good. It becomes like a cannibal. Yeah, but it gets bad. Gee, we noticed the whole village around Gul'dor's house is empty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Flesh. I'm like, oh, what happened to that cow from the beginning, Gul'dor? His <laughs> beard just. I didn't understand blood. that because I had never seen this movie before. So 
I saw them get kicked through the portal, and then I see a cow next to him, and I'm like, oh, so this is like a planet with cows? <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's, it's Earth. <laughs> like, I didn't well, realize obviously. that's where it was going. Yeah. Don't you associate cows with Earth? Come on. See, that would have been great if it was like a pit stop of just of yeah. like a cow a planet, world, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Welcome go, to our well, I have wrong coordinates. Uh, <laughs> and then the second stop is Earth. That would have been cool. <laughs> Those are no, the sexiest animals I've ever seen. I didn't <laughs> even know this was live action until today. And then I didn't know it was going to be taking place on our planet oh, man, either. <laughs> yeah. a double whammy right I was there. like, wait a minute. No. It's live action and it stars teens. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, did you guys know this tidbit? Oh, by the way, that's a scary thing to see when you unlock your <laughs> Jack pounds his face. Come on, give him a kiss. Um, (laughs) Did you guys know that the lady that played the kidnapped um, sorceress plays Courtney Cox's mom on Friends? Get out of here. I'm 100% serious. Monica's mom, Mrs. Geller, is the sorceress sorceress. lady. Mrs. Pickles? And I was... Yeah, Christina Pickles or something like that. Yeah. Wait, what? In real life? In real life? Sorry. Um, Yeah. And I was like, they don't even have a scene together. How did they connect or whatever? And then they do at the end. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. Maybe they became friends or something. It was like an adoptive mother. That's crazy. I never knew that. <laughs> just coincidence, yeah, but it's still a crazy Monica's quasi- mom on Friends. Crazy coincidence. I'm losing my ability to speak, so. <laughs> I feel like we could talk a lot about this. Yeah, I mean, we can, I mean, we've already done an hour and 15 minutes. I think just one thing that I find truly enjoyable about this movie is wherever, wherever these Eternians end up on Earth, it just gets thrashed. Everything is explosive. Everything can blow up. Yeah. Everything's on fire. And it's when I was a kid when I saw this, I I loved it. Like I didn't care. I didn't care. I didn't give you know two craps that I didn't understand like anything that was going on. You know, uh, like to, it was just me, really fun to me when I was a kid. This was on the same shelf as like Howard the Duck. Yeah, where I was oh, like super yeah. excited, but then when I watched it, I was let down oh, yeah, a little yeah. bit but then you know i go back and i watch those and i'm like this is my favorite movie you know <laughs> i really do love this he-man movie but it is pretty yeah. fun to watch yeah it's fun, I, to watch. it's fun for me if i'd been a kid and i saw this i would have been terrified scared out of my mind and i wouldn't have known what was going on and I would have been bummed out that He-Man wasn't kicking everybody's butt. But now that I see it as an adult, I can go like, yeah, this is like its own thing. And, you know, they they keep talking about rebooting it. And are they going to make another movie? And you know, it's like... Has there been talk about a He-Man movie? I heard that they're in production right now. Oh, crap. But... This uh, is the but, first time I'm hearing it, man. This is Star Trek You know? Whatever, whatever. I hear you. I hear you. Sorry, I'll John believe it when Cena I see it. Right, He-Man. right. Starring DJ Qualls as He-Man. Starring <laughs> The Rock. 
The ro- no. <laughs> yeah, The Rock with a blonde wig. Yeah. <laughs> See how like how hard it was to cast this back then. You know, it was basically, you know, Dolph Lundgren, Schwarzenegger, or Stallone, which he ain't doing it either. But now it would be so easy. I mean, you yeah. would have a line out the door of big muscle guys Most that could probably. actually deliver a line. Jason mm-hmm. Momoa. That's or, exactly or you just thinking. go to WWF yeah. and go snipe one of those guys or WWE. John right. Cena as He-Man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. John Cena as He-Man. If you rewind the tape, you'll see that I already said that. Uh, <gasps> well, I, go, I, uh, <laughs> I make He-Man toys and... Um, uh, go to barbarianrage.com and go check out my He-Man toys. But I made you guys something. Oh, no. Oh, I made. Here's a custom little jobber right here. Whoa. From me to you. Oh, my God. There's a little jitsu, little glow in the dark He-Man figure on the Please Don't Send Me to Outer Space. Uh, that is crazy. Thank you Scott. so Thank you. so much. Oh my gosh! Oh man, that's for the show. Scott, thanks. Then, Thank you, man. We appreciate yeah. it. Thank and you. Here, here's some other He-Man toys. Oh my gosh! Thank oh, you. For you guys, the top guy. Yeah. And uh, oh wow, that's so cool. This man. is so cool, oh, Scott. Thank geez. you. That's a little Jitsu. That's a Cyclone. Here's another little Cyclone. Oh nice. That's really awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> so, barbarianrage.com. <laughs> Check out uh, awesome my toys and my comics and stuff. And follow oh, him on wow. Instagram. Hey, Scott that does videos so cool. where he gives away stuff. For, uh, he's got a page. What's your Patreon? Follow him on Instagram. Patreon slash Barbarian Rage. Just go check out Barbarian Rage. You find all that stuff. Yeah, that yeah. is so amazing. Thank you. But you, you do giveaways like at least once a month, right? Once a month, I give away toys, yeah. exclusive stuff. Yeah. I just, you know, speaking of He-Man, I just did a, a Ram Man toy. Um, with the skeleton inside of Ram Man, and uh, and I'm doing PowerCon this year, which is the He-Man convention. I have a so booth cool. there with uh, another. This guy is uh, he's uh, flying in from Iceland, and we're splitting a booth. And he's like a crazy He-Man. Uh, customizer awesome i mean the he's awesome and uh yeah check out the toys man check out the designer toys so cool so cool thank you so much scott Mm -hmm. yeah thanks for being on scott always man i love uh i love doing the podcast with you guys sorry i i nitpicked a little bit about this movie I, oh, it was my nit- first no, no, viewing. No, 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 no. You didn't nitpick enough. Okay, uh, I, I feel that you'll start it- to like it around the tenth viewing. Okay, I I enjoyed it. <laughs> I just like I think the kid me was like, okay, here's the thing. <laughs> mm, yeah, <laughs> there yeah. were a few things that didn't line up to the way I expected. I mean, you had, this the, to you be. had the same complaints I think we all had when we were kids. <laughs> makes sense. Those yeah. things don't exist anymore. Like if you're. Unless you were a kid, like, our age, when this came out, it wouldn't bother you. Like, mm. like I don't think it would bother anybody now that it I, didn't I, match yeah. up to something. It feels like they learned that they shouldn't try to do live-action versions of their their cartoon properties. I feel like the last yeah. one was like, 
they made that stupid Dragon Ball movie, which also is old property, anyways. It's man. so difficult to base a movie on a toy line. Oh yeah, you know, it's like oh, wait, at, so at the root of it, that's what this is. Ghost because even like the the He Man canon, you know, they were always like, uh, you know, don't let don't make things add up uh, you know uh, they don't need we, to yeah, yeah we don't yeah yeah so i yeah i already have to <laughs> they, take they don't back, want it to yeah, be too yeah. deep right <laughs> yeah, aaron, aaron said ghost in the shell though so, that's a manga anime property okay but it definitely transformers there's they're still making this freaking movies ah <sighs> uh, yes <laughs> so I'm going to read the outro stuff. You Alrighty. guys think of a lesson that you learned from master th- ma- masters of sex. Uh, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Masters of the codpiece. Masters master of, none. of the. <laughs> you think of a lesson Beach you learned house. from Aziz Ansari's Master of None. <laughs> you think of a lesson you learned from Master Blaster, who master is Blaster. master. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Masters of the Universe. Hey. You got a suggestion or a comment? Write in please don't podcast at gmail.com. I haven't done that in a long time. Yeah, I know. Or message us on Facebook at facebook.com slash pdsmios. If you are subscribed to us on iTunes, we'd appreciate it if you left us a written and or star rating, uh, because that increases our invisibility, which gets us invisibility. <laughs> you won't I be able to you see us. Nope. We don't need your help with being invisible, okay? <laughs> <laughs> It, it decreases our invisibility. <laughs> That's Using the one ring there, Joel. Makes us more opaque. And uh, that gets us more listeners. I so, ra- ratings I would appreciate. If you got a few dollars, we'd appreciate it if you tossed our way. We've got a Patreon at patreon.com slash ear trumpet. And if you uh, subscribe at the $5 level, there are special shows that are going out right now from some of the other uh Shows that are on the Ear Trumpet Audio Network with us. So, check that out. And, uh, yeah, that's it. I've, I've lost all energy when it comes to actual podcast business. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. If you haven't checked us out, check us out on Facebook and things that you Oh, mentioned. yeah. Hey, uh, uh, not you, Scott. Mm. Other Scots. Listener, Scott, thanks a lot for, like, Commenting all the time. We really appreciate you as a listener. Thank Thanks, man. You. We appreciate it. He knows, Thank you he so knows much. who we're talking with. I, I hope he knows. If there's more than one Scott that listens to us, I'd be very surprised. <laughs> all the other Scots that don't message us, you guys are cool too. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, they're all right. <laughs> so, did you learn anything from this movie, Sarah? I can't go first. Uh, Aaron? <laughs> Scott? Man, I don't know. There's so much There's so much you could talk about. Here. Yeah, I learned um, that uh, the part in The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy about the um, usefulness of having a towel is true when you see Kevin throw the towel right at Beastman. He saves the day. <laughs> so thank you, Douglas Adams, for that. You're right. You're right. Don't travel without your towel. I also found that scene as a kid horrifying when they put that neck brace thing around him and make him force him to tell the truth because he's all bloody and then he's got that thing around him. Is that after uh, Blade throws the dagger into the table? 
Yeah, because right next to his head, like make him hold still, and then then they put that thing yeah, on. Yeah, okay. like, I also have another thing. <clears throat> uh, if you're going to do a podcast, you use the washroom before you start recording because I have to go really bad. All right, go ahead. <laughs> okay, good journey. Okay, <laughs> good, good journey. Good journey. Um, <laughs> I forget the hand motion, but you're supposed to go like. Oh journey. yeah. It's like, it's, a, like put your, it's like thank you in sign language you tap your throat combined with uh it's, it's like this good with journey. bon voyage. Oh, wait, no, wait a minute, Joel. Bon <laughs> voyage. You raise a single finger. And, no, no like, Joel, that's a different universe. Aaron, what's your lesson from this movie? <sighs> My lesson from this movie. Hmm. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, uh, I guess my my lesson is is that uh, uh, so you're uh, you're you're great you're a great evil, great evil bad guy, right? You've just taken over Castle Grayskull, you're slowly sapping the power of the sorceress, uh, so you can open a giant portal behind you. Uh, guess uh, honestly, my lesson is that uh, maybe you should have kept that gold armor with you the whole time. Instead of just like right at the end, because that armor looked pretty cool. I mean, that was that was magic armor from Magic Land, for a magical land. When he trapped the sword in the gadget, oh, he right. uh, he got the gold armor. Yeah. I thought maybe he only got it because he trapped the sword into the oh, gadget. That's it? It's like a video gram, video video gram, video gram. Obviously, I'm losing my ability to speak. It's okay. Yeah, you're doing great, Joel. He, he leveled up. And then he lost too many. Oh, oh! It's like in Ghost and Goblins when you get the you know the armor, and then somebody knocks it off because that's what he meant did. That's true. My lesson is every creepy lady bad guy looks even creepier with contact lenses. I think those were contact lenses. Nope. Those were the crazy eyes from They Live. Yep. She's got crazy she eyes. She has crazy eyes in life. She has the same eyes in that episode of Twin Peaks. That's just the actress's eyes. They're extremely pale. Wow. Yeah. And they did they did a good job with makeup on her, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they definitely highlighted Which it. Which one of the girls did you guys think was the hottest in this movie? Uh, uh, whatever oh. that Duncan's daughter's name is, Man in Arms' daughter, I guess. I will I say. I like brown-haired girls. Uh, in the cartoon, it was Evil Lynn I had the hots for. Sure. Um, in this movie, Lady that I had the hots for. Mm. Yeah, I gotta go with Joel. Joel's, Joel's pick. Yeah. Who's that? It's, man in Arms' it was daughter. The, the, other, the girl that was part of the three team. He-Man, Man at Arms, and man the, Arms the girl. Oh, yeah, yeah. Char- okay. Whose character name I can't remember off the top of my head, but I wrote Tila. Yeah. Tila. Tila. Yeah, Tila. Yeah, she was asking out of the women characters in the movie, who did we think was the most attractive? Sorceress when she's all old. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to lick those wrinkles. Uh huh. <laughs> and my lesson is that if you base your property on a fourth uh, a script based on the Jack Kirby's fourth world mythology, keeping in your beast like character is always a good idea because he, he was he's pretty cool looking. The beast oh, man. That's far out. Man. Yeah. 
I have another lesson. Oh, please. If you're stranded on a foreign planet or if your parents just died in a plane crash, <sighs> you can still survive off a of fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I did like the fact that when the cop was interrogating him, he's like, let me put this in the microwave. <laughs> Like, how much chicken have you got laying around? That's that's also a good lesson. (laughs) Beware of microwaves in the 1980s. And Thomas agrees. Okay, we'll see you next week, folks. Thank you for listening. Bye. Good journey. Good Good journey. Good journey. Bon voyage. EarTrumpetAudio.com Ideas and entertainment. Loud and clear.